Welcome to True Mental Health. I'm Crystal Crawford. And I'm Dr. Janine Kraft. We're here to have unique conversations about what really creates mental wellness. After years, decades of seeking, seeking what could create more ease in life and trying every modality possible. Crystal and I crossed paths and realized we had similar missions. A mission to have conversations about what creates ease, what creates well-being, and what renders us truly functional. If you know something else is possible, maybe completely different than you've ever been taught, join us on a journey to uncover what creates true mental health. You used to have like three different headphones. So you so bad. Someday yeah. I'm going to get my shit together, but not today. We got it. Today we're going to do headphone down in the lap day. It's fine. It's where the true okay. message comes from. Listen, guys. Hi, welcome. <laughs> we're live on Facebook too, just so you guys know, and um, and YouTube. Hello, hello. And of course, we have all of our ducks in a row. Let's see. Ready. Ducks. help with. Me and you and okay, so we're doing psychology, consciousness, and self sabotage today. (laughs) Just a little talk, just a little topic. Dive into the deep end and maybe not drown. I don't know. Yeah, find out. Give me some floaties. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to tell you guys where this came from. Okay, so Mm -hmm. some people Google things. I Google things. You know, I've been known to get on the Google. I do another kind of Google, which is the reference materials of access consciousness, which is this tome. It's like literally just pages and pages and pages of um, archived access consciousness material when I want to know about something. So the other day, you know, what is this leadership thing? I, I don't know. Do you like the word leadership? I, something is contracting about it. So I was just like, what, what brought you to like pinged you for that term? Leadership makes me angry. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just be honest? Like I hate that right. word. I, I don't know. I, yeah. And I don't know if it's like when I, so when I was 18, I got involved in Amway and like we had to read all these leadership books and mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but anyway, so, but somebody brought it up and they were like, like acknowledging me for being this great leader. And I was like, what are you? Okay. What does Gary Douglas say about this? So I Googled, <laughs> Googled leadership and it, when you do that in this the digital copy of the reference materials, it pops up all these different sections of material that you mm-hmm. can just go in and read. So there was one section that popped up called doubt and skepticism. And I'm like, okay, what's this? So I'm going to see if I can pull it up without like knocking over all the devices. But okay, so doubt and skepticism are a substitute for awareness, he says. Say more, Gary Douglas. You are using doubt and skepticism as a way to motivate awareness, but they're just judgments and all they can create is more judgment. You need awareness to create awareness. And I'm like, okay, here's, here's where it really got me. I was like, choosing from somebody else's reality is not having an awareness of your reality. Invalidation. So which acts like an invalidation. So like if you're choosing from somebody else's reality, that's not yours, you constantly feel invalidated because like, it's not working. Basically, it's mm-hmm. not working. But it's not actually an invalidation, he says. Invalidation and self-sabotage, none of that is what you are actually doing. And that's when my ears perked up. I was like, self-sabotage? Wait, what? It's a lie. 
which is why you can't solve it with all the techniques in the world. The only thing you cannot solve is a lie. You can't find a way out of it because it's a lie. And here was the question that got me. And this is where we can kind of like, I want to know so much more about psychology and all that. Are you really self-sabotaging or are you just not choosing your reality? Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's where I died. First my brain hurt and then you know, I was stuck in the chest with a knife. That's cool. That's yes. fine. This is consciousness, folks. <laughs> oh my God. So I had to start to look at, I, I just ended up starting to look at just all these different places in my life, even today, where I could have definitely said I was sabotaging myself in having ease in my relationship or having ease in the business. And then when he said that, and I started to look at those choices from a totally different place, I realized I actually did get a huge download of where I wasn't choosing to create my business and my life. Mm. I was actually avoiding it and distracting myself with these choices, which is just a totally other like point of view. So I would like to (laughs) Yeah, it's like where where was this going? So okay, so let's just like pin that as a brain buster and go, okay, so what does psychology say about self-sabotage? What is the so okay. Yeah, so it's not too far off because at first I was like, oh, are they like this far apart? No, they're closer, but still like missing each other. So the idea would be that unconsciously, you know, our unconscious beliefs are still creating our reality. Like if I have a fear of failure, I will unconsciously create failure in my life in the sense of like if I am afraid I'm going to fail on this test. I might wait until the last minute to actually study, or I might say I'm studying for hours, but really I'm scrolling TikTok or something like that. So I could be like, oh, I'm I'm self-sabotaging. It's kind of like I can point the finger outside of myself with the self-sabotage. Where I noticed it showed up for me was the years and years and years I chose a lot of credit card debt and my salary continued to increase, yet I still had the same debt. And for some reason, I was just like, why is this not changing? And then I would find something really lovely that I wanted to purchase and no one could talk me out of it. Like it was happening, (laughs) it could not talk me out of it. You know, and I had all the reasons and justifications for why I deserve this thing or need this thing. Yet for like years, I just, I couldn't. And so that's where I could see like, oh, I was self-sabotaging or was I just choosing to not look at the thing? So this is where I get in psychology. It's a bit of like, I can just say it's this thing and then it kind of ends there. Oh, and someone said, this is why I dropped out of real estate school because I don't really enjoy taking tests. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Like I just got this download as you were talking about what that label actually does. So there's a thing in access consciousness. Well, it's a key to freedom which means it's simultaneously confronting and freeing at the same time. And so it's don't tell, don't listen to, or don't buy the story, the story. And so like, that's a whole episode. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I recognize what we were doing with the label is that we're, is that we're actually applying, like, this is the reason that you're doing what you're doing. This is the thing that you're doing. And therefore it's like almost justified because it's a, it's a thing. It's an actual thing. But when I was actually listening to you talk about, um, like the debt and the spending and sort of thing. When I was doing that, I didn't actually know that I could have a different conversation with myself. And when I look at it, I was really kind of trapped in my own limited conversation about what was possible with finances, right? 
I, I was doing what I'd learned. I, I was doing like, you know, I, I learned kind of survival and just rising just above that, like making just enough work that your life could kind of move forward. But I wasn't invited to the conversation of like, hey, what if you get clear on what it actually takes for you to live, which then invites you to the conversation of like, how do you want to live, which then invites you to the choices that you have that could actually create how you want to live. I mean, it's a it's such a, the scope of the conversation just broadens almost instantaneously when you you change the question that you're yeah. functioning. And, and I think that's just what it's, it's like, we're, we've been inundated. I don't know if that's inundated with the point of view that this limited vocabulary about what's going on is like the ultimate vocabulary instead of mm-hmm. going, well, what's beyond that? Well, mm-hmm. okay. So I'm self-sabotaging. Well, what's beyond that? Like do it. Am I stuck self-sabotaging? Is this all there is? And so we kind of get like trapped in that little self-sabotaging universe, like trying to fix self-sabotaging and what's wrong with me that I'm not getting. And so we're, we're trapped all of a sudden in this little kind of microcosm of the universe where self-sabotaging is the thing and we have to find the solution for the thing. And if we don't find the solution for the thing, then we're fucked up and we can't even like go, wait, is the thing even real? <laughs> no, <laughs> you're, you're not because it's like from the psychology point of view, you're so focused on the why and the story. Yeah. I mean, it's so story yeah. heavy. It's like, why am I doing this? But wait, why? I mean, these are the videos for me that go viral or anything that is like why based and more of a mm, victim narrative. Like, so that way I can point my finger at something rather than actually look at what am I choosing here? And all those questions you were using that, like you said, can be so confronting. And what is that that people are just kind of avoiding looking at? I don't know what that is. I was on somebody else's TikTok the other day and she's, she's awesome. She's this crazy like spirit guide, like talks to go, like she's just crazy cool chick. Her most popular TikToks were like why you get a tattoo in a particular place and what it means. So why you do it and what it means seem to be the things that we're looking for. Mm-hmm. And I guess when I look at that, it's like, there seems to be kind of like, if I, I don't know, whenever I've gone to look for why I'm looking for some place to land almost. It's like, well, if there's a why, then it it can make sense instead of maybe the possibility that I just choose insane things. Which, what? <laughs> no, it needs to be more than that. No, but I, I'm I getting that. I'm just too insanity sometimes. I'm like, wait, wait, that, there's got to be something else. That means something about me, right? No, 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 no. Consciousness includes you just as you are. But I, well, I, okay. So kind of, I'm, I'm thinking also from like a trauma respect perspective is, you know, we have this really strong urge to control our reality when we've had a trauma because trauma is like the most unexpected event to us unexpected, right? It's like the rug is pulled out from underneath us. So then yet were we being totally present? That's a whole other story. And, and so then we go into like, I wasn't aware. And then this thing happened and now I need to be hyper aware and controlling and hold on to the things. And I need to know why and prevent every other thing from happening. And Mm, then it's just kind mm, of like, we're mm, in this loop of not being present. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably say it's probably our attempt to be, to create everything as predictable. Mm -hmm. Um, which in truth, nothing is predictable. If you really look yeah. at the way the earth functions, the earth is the most unpredictable element like on the planet. And and yet we create on it as if it's never going to change. And so <laughs> yeah. then the mudslide happens, the dam breaks, the tsunami. I mean, I, I look out here at the ocean. I wish I could give you guys that view, except you wouldn't see my face. 
But I look yeah. out here at the ocean and I'm like, you know, we have an earthquake out there and the tsunami happens and this building goes down. Like there isn't actually anything predictable yeah. under the sun. And yet we keep pre pretending like there is and, and still functioning in the world as if we can find that predictable, those predictable elements and therefore create. But that's the thing I notice is that we're looking for the predictability in order to create rather than recognizing that our reality is quicksand. And if we functioned as that, it would actually be easier. We just don't know how to do it. I've gained like so much awareness as you're talking because I was just like, oh, it's like, that's why we choose self-sabotage in the sense of like, let me create this predictable reality, even if it's the not the one we've wanted. The debt, it's like, let me create predictable. Okay, see, I was right. I knew I was going to fail. See, I failed the test. Like I can just be reconfirmed that what I already know to be true. So it's like, I keep my environment kind of like smooth sailing rather than these, you know, big changes, like calling in more abundance or like passing the test and now being really exposed to whatever job that creates or something to that effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And somebody actually wanted to hear like how you got out of the purchase credit card oh, yeah. sabotage. And I would be curious too, because I wonder if it's what you think. <laughs> yeah, I wonder too, because so the timing was interesting because um, we were living in Chicago and like going out a lot to dinners and, you know, being fabulous and then moved to Texas and already our like cost of living kind of went down. So it was kind of, I sense that I like jumped on the energy of that, like already we had kind of more of a collective inflow. And I was I just also made the demand to myself. I'm like, this stops. I'm so freaking over like the heaviness of the debt that I just was like, I'm going to pay it off. I don't care. Like I'm choosing this now. And it actually happened a lot. Okay. So can I, I can I, can I jump into that? Okay, Please. So you, yeah. the thing that changed it was choice. Yeah. Yeah, truly, truly. I, I want to say though, it was like, there was the, the potential, the possibility of the increased having of money with like just our rent, like our rent being like significantly lower. Too. But I could have chosen you chose that too. Like that was a yeah. part of what you chose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah. that's, I think that's the thing that's really interesting about creating something else is like, it's we like I've done this where I look for, how can I get, how can I do? So anytime you're doing a how question, you're looking for like the roadmap or the, right. you know, this, how to get this right. webinar or that class, right? The how. <laughs> Whereas like going viral on TikTok, for example, is not a how. It's like you choose to create and you choose to create and you choose to create. And one day you just create the thing where the things converge and everybody loves it. And that's, you know, oops, I did it. And maybe I can do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Right. Like I saw some yeah. of your reels lately. So, and, and that's exactly what I've experienced. Like people ask me, well, how did you get, like, how did you do your social media thing? Cause I did it in a totally different way, but I'm like, mm -hmm. all I did was I started sharing or opening the doors to my life and showing you how I was using the tools. That's all I did, but I kept doing that and I kept doing that and I kept doing that. And that yeah. developed this, this presence and this gift that I was in the world that people were like, Oh my God. And so now my posts just go, you know, um, totally distracted myself oh i guess oh so the thing about like what you did like you chose and you chose and you chose and then one day you were like and now this is this is gonna change or whatever um that's like how anything is created like yeah. when i've been looking at like what does it take for the business to really scale you know it's like you just get awareness of a thing and then you start choosing in that direction and then you get more information and then another thing and another conversation and like it's never just like it can be the demand that you have that different reality 
Yeah. But it's this, it's this ongoing like choice, 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 choice. And it's not from a cognitive place. It's from a being led. Well, yeah, exactly. Cause I don't think I could even like cognitively explain it to you. Well, I decided this and I decided that no, but what I do. Yeah. Here's my pathway. Here's the how. There's a 10 steps to be death free. (laughs) But that's sexier. That's what sells. It is. Why? Because we're looking for answers. Yes. Yeah, totally. We're not looking for questions and the choice that would actually give us our pathway into something different, but that's the actual thing that gives us something different. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, cause it's like, all I can tell you is I still remember exactly where, because I, I was living in the same place, where I was walking Bucky at the time, like taking him out and it just kind of hit me. And so energetically it was a thing, but it's like, well, how do I tell that to people? I'm like, I don't know, I just chose it. <laughs> All right, packages in three small steps. I mean, so then if you go look at guys, if you ever go look at Gary Douglas and Access Consciousness, like his most popular response to any question that anybody asks him is choose. Choice, yeah. Because we're like, yeah. how do I choose ease? Just, just choose, you know? What do you mean by that? <laughs> but in fact, it turns out to be a choice, you know? It's, yeah. it's so annoying. It's yeah. all at the same time. <laughs> it is. I'm like, uh, we, yeah. But I mean, it just gives you so much freedom ultimately. And it's like, it's not about getting it or grasping it is what I'm getting. It's just kind of like, what does it take to be in the vibration of it to me? Cause it, it felt very, I always felt very grounded and it's hard to even put words to it, but just like, this is happening and nothing can stop me. Yes. I have a question for you. Yeah. <laughs> I love questions. I like to okay. respond. Okay, good. <laughs> it's in my human design. I'm a responder. I like okay. manifest. Manifesting generator. You're a generator, right? I'm generator. Yeah. Manifesting generator. So I'm like a catalyst to. I love it. This is why we just come together. So okay. So um, you said it's about being in the vibration of it. What I'm curious about for you is it about that, or were you? What did you choose to be you? Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, second one's definitely lighter, and I'm just trying to get a sense of like, because what does it take to be that more often? What does it take to be you more often? Yeah, yeah, yeah. because I've been so, talking about that lately, about all the suppression we do of ourselves and yeah, how much that yeah, contracts yeah, yeah. our nervous system, you know? Totally, totally. And I, the thing that I'm living and, re- you know, I constantly realize is, like, it isn't really a one choice to rule them all. I'm just going to be myself and everything. Totally. going to do me, which nobody knows what that means, including you, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> so, but the thing that's that is does work for me or that it seems to um, stimulate that choice more is when I notice that I'm not having an easy time kind of with Mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then I can ask, okay, if I were being me, what would I choose here? Like, and that what else is possible here that I have never considered. And all of a sudden I drop down into exactly how you described it of like that vibration, but that's actually being. And yeah. that the reason we don't recognize it is because no, we're nobody's doing it. <laughs> yes, we're taught to do and figure out and judge, and so being is kind of unrecognizable. It seems like something that's like almost outside of you, this like superhuman flow, when in fact it's like being. 
Yeah, like it's some abstract thing that I know I can't obtain. I was listening to Abraham Hicks this morning. Are you familiar with them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so it's like their whole thing is that, you know, when you're in the vortex, your vibration or you're vibrating with your inner being. So you're congruent or mm-hmm. your alignment with your inner being, how your inner being sees you. And when you are feeling crappy, then you are not in the vortex. And that contrast is information for you that you are not lined up with how your inner being sees you. And I just really love that, not in the sense of going into like judgment for why you're not, just using the contrast as information. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm not being me right now. So what would it take to choose? So that? if I was, what would I choose? Mm-hmm. That's the thing of the power of a question is like, once you know that you can ask questions and you start to actually get like how to ask a question, because when in the beginning yeah. I was like, hi, can somebody just give me questions? Because I don't, apparently I don't know how to form one. <laughs> yeah. Because my questions hurt. Why you know? my questions are like, what? what's wrong with me that I'm not good? Yeah. That's my question. Yeah. <laughs> so helpful. Which turns out isn't a question. So I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. there's a question mark at the end. What are you even talking about? So we wait, tell people why that's not a question because okay. I, in the beginning, I didn't what's get that. What's wrong either. with me? I'm not getting. Does it have an assumption in it? Yes or no? That's the thing to look at. Does it have an assumption in it? The assum- if your question has an already included assumption, then it's not actually a question. So if mm-hmm. you're already assuming you're wrong and you're looking for why you're wrong, you've already concluded that you're yeah. wrong. And it may be that your conclusion is incorrect. Just maybe. <laughs> if you feel like crap after, it's maybe incorrect. <laughs> it, it makes you heavier. That means your conclusion that you're wrong is incorrect. Just so mm-hmm. you know. I'm yeah. saying, and you can play with this and you can say, I'm wrong. See if that gives you a sense of space, lightness, mm-hmm. possibilities. Does it give you more access to you as a being or does it do? Ugh. I'm so this fucked is, up. Oh my God. Those questions and getting clear on asking helpful questions is like one of the most game changing things of my life. We could do me. another episode on that. I think that's like, yeah, such that has, that continues to be a game changer for me because in the moments where I'm having difficulty or I'm think I'm self-sabotaging. What I'm doing is I'm not asking any fucking questions. I'm not asking any questions. I'm reacting. I'm concluding. I'm trying to figure things out. I'm, I'm spinning in what's not me basically. And, and the thing is like, I know for me, like a lot of what's not me, like, and you, I recognize, I'm starting to recognize now what's me being me and what's like, I'm really Mm. being not me. Yeah. When I'm doing not me, um, it's, it's kind of, it's familiar. It's like this, (laughs) like it's like the poo swimming pool I grew up in and I'm just like just this comfortable you know like I know this pool I listed and it's warm whatever mm-hmm. you know I know how to scrub the smell off when I feel like it it's kind of gross but I'm but I'm kind of gross to myself in that space you know yeah. so when I'm doing I don't know what my point is but like I'm just starting to recognize when I'm being me and like when I'm really doing not me and when I'm doing not me that's when I can now now I know that I have I can I can actually change this, but I don't have to change it from what's wrong with me. I can change it from, well, if I wasn't doing not me, what would I choose? What would I choose? (laughs) Well, it's kind of like, I get this. It's like the little, the little temper tantrum toddler that's like, stamping my feet and that's when I'm focused on the lack like what I think is not working and all the wrongness of me and I'm in like where is the fucking question it wasn't there like there was none or the wrongness of somebody else sometimes oh yeah oh that's yeah of course 
I mean, if you're in a relationship, maybe you've done that. Maybe where you're like, well, you're wrong. You're doing this to me and I don't like you. <laughs> so you better change or else. Also not me. Also not me. Because when yeah. I come back to being me, like there's a lot of allowance. <sighs> I have a lot of space. I'm like really relaxed. That's actually me being me, right? Well, isn't it like uh, when Carrie uh, Douglas said, well, oh, happiness is a choice. It was like the most unattended <laughs> class there was. Never in life. Never. Never call your class. Happiness is just a choice. You will have zero participants, maybe five. Because... <laughs> Why the fuck would we want happiness to be just a choice when, of course, if everybody else was just doing what they think we think they should, yeah. we could be happy. Yeah. Happiness is, of course, a side effect of everyone else lining up and doing it our way, right? Mm. There's such an addiction to disempowerment, is what I'm yeah. getting like, truly, yeah. that just yeah. people are, are, are more comfortable in that state of just kind of pointing fingers outside of themselves. It's just like you could blame things all day long and what is it going to get you probably not more of what you desire because if you're putting your attention on that that's just going to grow and swell and become this whole thing and overtake you when you're not yeah you. yeah and one of the one of the tools in access that does give me more access to a choice another choice if i want it and i have to be honest with you i do have these areas of my life where i really do love being a victim it, and i can yeah. only admit that when i've really like settled myself down and and really looked at it honestly yeah because you know as one of my favorite people in the world says shannon o'hara she's like you only keep things in your life that you love which my god <laughs> I had what? to face this today because I was really I was looking at one of these areas where I thought I'd been self-sabotaging, realized I wasn't creating, and I brought it up kind of again on this call that I do, like Club Consciousness with Shannon. And she's like, Well, you know, you only choose things repeatedly that you love. And I'm like, uh, uh you know. <laughs> that was the second time today. <laughs> a lot of stabbing. <laughs> oh my god, I'm doing this thing to myself. Oh, I didn't want to know that. So I really sat with myself this morning and I asked myself, you know, what do I love about choosing this? Which mm. if you want to choose, if you want to use that, you can. And mm -hmm. all you do after that is you look at the energy you keep choosing as a mm -hmm. thing that you've called self-sabotage, you've called whatever. What do I love about choosing this? And then you just use the clearing statement, everything that is times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And you can go to theclearingstatement.com to know what that is. But you just do that over and over with that energy. And what's going to get uncovered is like what you actually do love about that. So there are these things in my life that I do do that I've been telling myself and other people that I'm the victim of yeah. that turn out not to be true, that I'm actually choosing them repeatedly. And it is a bit of a take some balls to really look at it. And once you can look at it, though, you really get to look at, wow, if I can choose this repeatedly, there's a power there, you know, and and I could, I could, if I'm willing, use that power to choose and have something else. And what could that be like? And if all you do is label what you're doing, you never get access to that. You mm -hmm. never, you're never even introduced to that conversation in your world. So you never get access to the power that's actually occurring there, that you actually are. And to me, that's the, the massive, massive gift of, introducing these other possible things that could be occurring like are you just not creating and so yeah i leave you guys, for me that i'll leave you guys with that one because that's like a that's a game changer for something that you continually choose of like what do i love about choosing this and starting yeah. to look at okay if, if i can create that then you know what else can i create 
Well, and I get the sense that it's just being willing to look at it because oftentimes yeah. when I ask that question of clients, they're like, nothing, I don't like anything about no, this. That's not, like, no, that's not my first thing too. I'm like, I hate yeah. this, it's terrible. <laughs> Is it true? Is it true? And just like, you can choose again. <laughs> offer yourself the possibility. What if I did love this? What is it that I get out of it? What is the kind of like, uh, yeah. I was going to say secondary gain, but it's kind of more just like, what else comes into my world? What does this protect me from? What do I not have to show up as by choosing yeah. this? Be exposed, yeah. All the things, yeah. You know? I never have to be as great as I am. If I continue yeah. to choose, like if for me personally, if I continue to choose in this direction, I would never actually have to choose to be the change that I actually am in the world. I can always be distracted by this thing. And it's such a great thing to be distracted by. I mean, like we'll go into that. Um, yes. But if I do choose to let that go and I do choose to have me and be me and not be distracted, then the amount of creative energy that I have to generate something different is like immense. Mm -hmm. And you know, what is, what would that be like? So oh if God. you guys want, <laughs> man, like the, my first entry point into this massive world of different questions was foundation. And so I have one coming up on the weekend. All you need is a bars class to come attend. Um, it's online. And you, my friend, have so many fun. I have so many things, things too. But first, I just want to say, definitely take Crystal's foundation. I've taken like, I don't know, five of them with you or something like that. And they're just like so game changing every time, just, you know, in different ways. And it truly is these foundational tools that do just yeah. completely blow your reality out of the water. So if that pings you, choose it or don't, because, you know, it won't change reality or anything. Um, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, but currently what I have is um, I have a new entrepreneurial program called Energy Flows mm. for CEOs. It's a three month program that's starting end of May. So I'm taking applications right now. It's going to be like, I'm just, I vibrate every time I'm creating content for it. So it's just like one of the most potent things I've ever created. So I'm yeah. super juiced about it. There's already some amazing folks that have chosen it. So truly, if you are yeah. pinged, check it out. Yeah. If you guys want a totally different way of, of, being with your business, of expanding your business, of creating in the world and being you, don't go look at that program. Okay, good. That's my plug. <laughs> All right, you guys, thank Bye. you so much for joining us live. Somebody thank said, you. I wish you guys would have a podcast. We are seriously getting our shit together and all of these recordings will wow. be on a podcast called True Mental Health in the next two weeks, mm -hmm. I promise you. And I cannot tell you how many times I've said that, but I'm back in the game, it's on. You, a podcast is coming your way. And that is all. Okay. Bye. See you guys see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a request. If you found benefit from today's episode, we'd be so grateful if you would subscribe, leave us a review, or share it with someone you know would benefit. Until next time. <laughs>